right, welcome in, folks, to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike, along with Chuck here. Howdy, brother. What's going on, Chuck? <laughs> Just coming off that long weekend, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you were also in Baton Rouge for what seemed like a good game for one side. Um, did you have a good time <laughs> over there? <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. I should have worn my OSU hat. I couldn't find it before I left, so I would have worn it today <laughs> since you got your A&M hat on. Yeah, but new coach. I didn't go I there, so... So all of that, with the time being off, I've been putting it toward nothing but TV. <laughs> yeah, I caught up. I got caught up on a lot of TV more than I thought, but that was mainly like Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. So yeah, but yeah, a lot of TV. So you know, we both watched the first two episodes of Fargo, uh, oh. Chapter Five, with John Hamm, Juno Templo. Juno Tempo, Juno Tempo, Temple, um, Jennifer Jason Lee, excellent first two episodes. Um, so good. And then, and then, uh, for all mankind, surprised us with episode three on Wednesday instead of Friday. Yep. And that was one of the best episodes of that show, I think, in all all the seasons. Um, and it got real. I was reading the reviews of it, and it was. Um, it was very well reviewed, I think. And then um and then I started two other shows, which are like on some of the the, the Economist uh best of the year. Oh Beef, we watched the first episode of that on Sunday night, and then Rave The reviews. Gold. Yep. The Gold with our friend Jack Loudon from Slow Horses. So another BBC British crime drama based on true story. So maybe we'll talk a little bit, probably not about those today, but maybe, maybe those may, one of those could make an appearance in our end of the year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to watch the gold. Yeah. Jack Loudon is, his stock is going up, man. It's, it's really good for him. Um, He's breaking into some newer shows and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, I've been watching um, uh, part one of season six of the crown um, drop. Mm. And I, I just finished. It was only four episodes, but it was like an hour, hour and twenty each. Um, and it Ooh. was all about the, the lead up and and like the aftermath, uh, beginning aftermath of Diana's death, um, and how the Crown dealt with that and the kids and all that stuff. It was really good acting, and and the woman that plays Princess Diana um, is probably going to win an Emmy out of it. It was an unbelievable performance. Mm. Um, but yeah, watch that. Watched you know for all mankind dropped early on Thursday. Fargo was hilarious with John Hamm. Um, and his nipple rings and his moisture pose um, <laughs> and uh, Mr. Jaqueen and Mrs. Jaqueen. Um, the show is just hilarious. It's so weird. I think I texted you and, and our friend Marcus from work. The show is just so weird on so many levels. I, I like it just because of yeah. those reasons. Um, yeah, oh, talk, and it had Steve yeah. the Hare Harrington in it. Yeah, Joe Carey. Let's talk Fargo yeah. for a minute because that was um... – you know, I think it surprised us with a two-episode um, drop. Yeah. Well, at least I didn't know it was going to be. I don't know if, how much of a surprise, but um, two really good episodes to start off the the season. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Jo- yeah. Joe. Joe Carey from Stranger Things plays John Hamm's kind of bumbling. Um, Deputy Sheriff, son of John Ham. <laughs> yeah, he's all militiaed out. He's got the vest. You know, he's like got the hat. You know, he's he's ready to go. 
Um, you, you know Thank what you. I love? This goes back to Ozark. Give me like Midwest farmers with a just a bunch of people hanging out with guns and shit ready to pop off. Like, like there's always going to be something coming up on, uh, you know, coming up their driveway. Right. Um, it, it's like, <laughs> so it's like, like a militia type week. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how the show is going on all, uh, about like, you know, you got Juno Temple, who's like this housewife and her husband is it's kind of a beta male. And his mom yeah. is, uh, you know, a hard, hard line businesswoman with like a big sign over her desk that says no, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then their lawyer. Do you think she works in supply eye. chain? Do you think she oh, works in supply chain? <laughs> she's got it. Yeah, she's got to work in supply chain. <laughs> we need um, you to no, no, no. Yeah. And like she's all worried that Juno Temple's only after money and all this yeah. stuff. And like she and Juno Temple has a connection to John Hamm. I won't spoil for anybody. But he also was coming after her. For like money so it has to all do with like debt and like interest and all this stuff it's a really cool concept where they're going with it well i think john ham's motivation going after was like i won't say it away but like principle and his religious i mean he's it was there's an interesting scene where he preaches to a couple about like the man and the woman's role in marriage it's like it's kind of like well, if she's not fulfilling her duty, it's okay to beat her once, but just can't keep right. beating her. Like, like what? Jesus, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I did. I did like it though, because like he's like preaching to that guy, and the guy's like still like drunk or something, and he winds up having yeah. his like deputy to like choke him out, like behind yeah. the booth. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this dude's gonna get shot. This is great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's 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 like a, a you know, a, not Elected a constitutionalist, sheriff. but. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he enforces the law as he sees it, what's right and what's wrong, not what the well, government decrees. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, he bases his decision-making off of kind of his religious, biblical, like, biblical Dogma. interpretation of right or wrong, yeah, versus yeah. versus lawful and unlawful. Right. You know, so I thought that was really cool. I mean, he just does a good job. He needs to be in more stuff, I think. He should, man. Because Mad Men, it was amazing. Fargo, I mean, he's been in some movies, but I think in these kind of TV shows, he's really good. And you and I were talking, too, about Juno Temple is fantastic. They, yeah. Like, in Ted Lasso, she's like, oh, hey, and kind of corny and ditzy. And, and this, she plays, you know, she has this past that you don't know everything about yet but great great midwest accent because she's oh yeah british and she's playing a great fucking midwest accent and it's just amazing she's really good like yeah you know and ted lasso like um the lady who plays rebecca is amazing um blanking on her name but she was also in game of thrones as yeah you know like as a I can't remember one of the yeah. nuns or whatever, and and yep. um, and the other actors are so much better than her, I think, in that show. But she's just like amazing Killing so it. far. Yeah, yeah, I was super surprised. And yeah, like, I, I like the dynamic. Be the yeah, I like the dynamic. But you know, she's like wants to be like the housewife, but she's like this like 
kick-ass woman, right, who can, yeah. like, kill fucking anybody. Um, and then, like, you've got John Hamm, who's, like, alpha male, and then that her mother, her mother-in-law, who's, like, alpha female. Yeah. And she's just like, I don't want anything to do with either of you fuckers. Yeah. And uh, I love when, like, the, her mother-in-law, like, cons- confronts her at the table, and she, like, drops the accent, and she's like, listen, bitch, I've been through six yeah. levels of hell to get here. I was like, yes, finally yeah. something for her to play with. Yeah. Yeah, and I think people with money always think everybody's after their money. For sure. So, yeah, um, we've got that dynamic in this show. So, yeah, again, I, I think, oh, yeah. No, I I agree with you about um, um, John Hamm and how he needs to be in more things because you know he he was in you know Mad Men and then he did that little bit of cameo in in Bridesmaids as yeah. the the fuck boy and then dude I just saw him in in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm he's in like five episodes where he has to mirror Larry David and it's fucking hilarious yeah and he's I mean he. Is in a movie with Gail Godot where they play like assassins with Zach Galifianakis and another oh, yeah, that's right. actress where they're it's like keeping up with the Joneses or something. Um, I forget the name of it, but that was I mean that wasn't a great movie. Um, but one one um, one thing that we're missing um, is. He was in the freaking town. <laughs> One oh, of my yeah, favorite he movies. He was. Uh, it's so. Uh, he's so good in the town playing the FBI agent, and uh, I, he's really good when he when he's in stuff. So yeah. Yeah, when he turns it on and he's got a good script and he's got enough to play with it, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, I look forward more right. to this season and what he does with it. I mean, in the town, he says, "This is this is not the fucking around crew." <laughs> now, give me something that looks like a print because this not fucking around thing is about to go both ways. It's like he's just like he's got some great, you know, lines in that movie. He he's really good and just kind of it's funny because I was listening to him on. He was on Comedy Bang Bang podcast before the first episodes dropped on the twenty first, I think. Yeah, and that Sunday, and they recorded it. But he was—they barely talked about Fargo because he was doing, you know, they do improv and they play characters. And he didn't even—he gave like the wrong date as the start of the show. Like he just doesn't like he's just a dude. Like he's not anything. Yeah. He wasn't there to promote. Like you know, they go on, they talk about their thing, and. And like, but he, they're like, yeah, yeah, Fargo coming. He's like, yeah, um, I don't know, it's November twenty eighth or something. You know, it's just like <laughs> he's a he's a guy that I feel like made his like his chops doing Mad Men. He's made the money. And now he's yeah. like, I'm gonna do what I think is fun. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But search the search John Ham dating show. Oh uh, yeah, the, I did you see that? I've I saw seen that. that. Instagram today is like in the nineties and talk about what he do on a first date on the stand. Like, because <laughs> yeah. he's from, he's been on the podcast with the Sklar brothers because they're all from St. Louis and John Ham's from St. Louis as well. And 
he's just like a down to earth, like Midwestern dude. And, um, like that, I mean, he was, he studied in high school in drama and went to drama college, you know, like he's got that chops, but at the end of the day, he's just like a, seems like a relatively fun kind of normal, normal guy, but yeah. So, oh yeah. And he made that brief cameo in Barry where, uh, he was uh, he was at uh, Barry's house and wanted to take a shit. <laughs> so good, so good. Yeah, I can't so wait. Good. I can't wait. I can't wait for the season to continue. I think it has potential to be one of the better seasons. I mean, we've had. I think season four was an overall disappointment. Yeah, I mean, not disappointment, but uh, compared to the other, the other, it's definitely the lowest ranking of the the four seasons but i agree i agree this one this one went back to kind of a similar season one movie kind of story route so that's great yep i agree anything yeah, else man. on fargo no nothing else on that eh um oh, it's just yeah. a good show um, yeah it's a good show eh we get some pop <laughs> and go go uh go fishing you wanna, on the lake yeah you want to pop do some yeah. ice fishing Go do some ice fishing, dude. When when Joe Carey goes in to get that goes in to get that pop, and he comes back and he gets in that truck, and the dude's like fucking stabbing him, his partner. I was like, <laughs> how long is he gonna sit in the truck and not realize yeah. he's not standing there? <laughs> so good, but yeah, no, nothing else on Fargo, man. Uh, For all mankind, it's been, was was a huge banger before uh, Fargo yeah. came out. I think I just got so wrapped up in Fargo, but um, did this this episode was the bear hug on on for all yeah. mankind um episode three and obviously last week like bargo got like picked up for assaulting that cop trying to save the newspaper guy she yeah. gets hauled off to some interrogation place and she basically gets like lightly tortured i mean she gets she gets yeah. strung up but it, yeah there's two coups going down and and yeah the first one that we're talking about margo says gets arrested and it's basically um the there's a another Russian politician um who is trying to uh, take over um yeah take, or, Gorbachev. take over Gorbachev. Um yep. yeah and um I'm trying to think of the uh, uh guy's name uh Korzenko. Like, Kor- Kor- yeah Korzenko. yeah yeah so it's such a great it's almost reminds me of the show the americans because they're a lot of russian american mm-hmm. um and there's just you know she's getting questioned then the guy that's kind of interrogating her gets shot in the head and the new gen the new guy takes over and like ties her up to a pipe and is torturing her and um you know all all trying to find out the the lady who gave her the card more information yeah. about her um which we know that she doesn't have much um and then it was kind of brilliant it's kind of reminded me of the berry scene where was it prison where you hear all the stuff going on around in the when he gets broken out of prison where you don't see everything or where he breaks out of prison you just hear stuff like people getting shot and yeah things like that, right? So like yeah, you know, it's not a visual 
it's not just like this whole scenario where you're going through like Call of Duty style to rescue or to get Margo out of there, but right. It turns out it's basically um, the lady from the park. They've located her and they're trying to, they end up taking her to Ross Cosmos and Star City. And basically, like, I'm the new head of, or the park lady is the new head of the space program and then wants Margo to, uh, what, run Mission Control or work for work for her. Yeah, the police were back in Korzenko and like they yeah. started cracking down on like, ascension and like yeah margo is is like she's like being strung up and then like you just hear like people running like on the other side of the yeah. door there's like gunshots going up like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. and she's just like uh yeah <laughs> and then she fi finally gets picked up and and taken out and and that's when they're like i want you to work for me and it's like oh cool it's star city ross cosmos awesome which you 100 percent predicted uh which is hilarious you know um, i thought Predicted that I I I was gonna, I forgot about bringing that up because I thought about that after I watched it. But at first, though, I thought your premonition was gonna happen because like she's getting tortured and like they were just gonna keep her locked away, right? But because I, I still don't think either one either government should have Margot or would make that choice. But yeah, right. I kind of figured yeah. for TV it would happen, but I don't think it's a smart yeah. move. She should um, be at a cottage on a lake in the middle of Siberia, just minding her own business and everybody just yeah. leaves her alone. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's cool how reminiscent it was of like the actual, uh, it was, you know, there was a coup in 91 to take down Gorbachev and it almost worked. This is yeah. basically what that was built off of um, to break up the SSR. But uh it was it was pretty interesting because like they had like the new segment was like tonight in Soviet Russia and it was like you know yeah. talking about the coup and all that shit so that was pretty cool how they do that, um, all this like anti Western friendly policies and going back to like Marxist Leninist policies and stuff like that. Um, there wasn't anything else in Russia that I can remember. No, that was it. I think mean, yeah, three major stories: this coup, the yeah. coup in the U.S. and then. Yeah what's happening on mars so the next coup um kelly and uh, alita are shopping around their robotics idea to everybody in town helios turns them down uh basically they everybody turns it down and then they make a last ditch effort to go to dev yep. and at his california mansion Yes, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't think it's Malibu. Kalistan, yeah, but I'm, well, it could be up in the Pacific. Nor I mean, not the Pacific Northwest, but NorCal. Yeah, near, yeah. near Silicon Valley, if that's because he's like Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, you know, figure. Um, he like we find the Dev, beach and yeah. yeah, Dev tells him to fuck off. Like basically, he is like, "What's in it for me?" And Kelly's like, "My mom died for you," and you know, like, trying to pull the emotional shit, and Dev's like, okay. Um, and yeah, he flips it on her, he's like, your mom fucked me over, get out. Yeah. 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 And then, I think this happened after Dev's, like, at the beach, or down at the beach, and a surfer shows up to night surf, and my question to you is, is she gonna make another appearance? Probably not. I could see okay. maybe, but probably not, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, it was just Dev gonna? It was just a just a uh, uh, what do you call it? A an epiphany tool, right? It just gave him, yeah. him like, oh, like we don't own anything. This is all for humanity bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just a tool to to get his epiphany going. All right, yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering if that was like, does he now go back and be like, oh, I'm gonna, uh, you know, try to bring her into my life or. Probably right. not with this show. There's so much going on. Uh, add that, yeah. there would be. But yeah, it's that. It's that. Like, I just assume he has a robot girlfriend, not a real one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a good epiphany moment. I thought that was a that your explanation was really good because that that kind of has he has a kind of uh, mea culpa after that, yeah. and um, you know, after um, you know they Devin ends up they kind of get together and plot a plan. Yeah, he like flies basement. back to Houston, like to Alita's place and beats him there. And he's like, I have my own private jet. Ah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what took y'all so long? Yeah, yeah. They're Just like, like, yeah, commercial. We're, we're a startup. I'm flying coach. Like, I'm flying on the fucking wing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, they, like, he beats him back and then, like, they come up with this idea, strategy to use their technology but to manipulate not manipulate but get the backing of shareholders because dev still owns a large chunk of helios to retake back the the company and then to use that for i guess uh future space exploration and discovery of water and potentially discovery of life yeah yeah and you know they need he owns the majority of shares and they get some major shareholders backing, including our old friend Pisspants. Uh, oh yeah, our old friend Bill, who maybe hasn't coped well with um, with uh, the explosion at NASA. I think he and um, Alita have that in common. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're best friends, and they don't realize that. You know, yeah. even in this episode, um, you know, and she, they have a nice conversation. They, you know, Bill said, this is beneath you. You should be doing more. You should be running mission control. Um, but I think, you know, they're, and she's so upset about Margo and there's all kinds of stuff. Bill's building model. Um, not going to lie. It kind of looks like Mike's room at his house. A lot of guys uh, living the dream. Guys crushing yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his legs don't work, but he's crushing yeah. it. Yeah. What? So, do, what happened? Do you think like <laughs> did his legs get blown off? I didn't see. Is he born on the Fourth of July? Um, on the stairs. I don't remember him. I don't remember what happened to him at the end of season three. Like, was he like? I don't, I don't think they was. showed him. Like. He was in Mission Control, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was in Mission Control. Alita didn't really, I mean, I remember Margo like walking out before, yeah. and then uh, blind astronaut Molly um, yeah. leading people out and going back in like in a movie scene and never to be heard from again and then we to going to uh margo's office 
but I don't remember what happened with Bill and Mission Control. So, yeah, I don't, yeah. But maybe his workstation fell on his lap or something. Um, but, but yeah, it was nice to see them together. My next question for you is, do you think we'll see Bill again? Oh, yeah. Is this kind of like, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Oh, he, Bill's going to space, man. Like, the guy can't use his legs on Earth. The guy's going to space. He's going to be floating <laughs> around. I'm yeah. t- it's going to be a great moment. And then he's going to, like, save the day. He's going to stop something from, like, blowing up. And he's going to die in the process. And then they're going to fucking launch him into space. <laughs> You'll see him, like, like running on the Mars, like, bounding. Yeah, he, gets, he just keeps orbiting, uh, like, in... <laughs> Armando in New Jeans Avenue 5. Oh, shit. Now, Bill, Alita, or Kelly, which one's going to space? I'm assuming Kelly's going to go. Do you think Kelly's Bill will been. work for them? Bill, Bill will have a, Bill will have a, uh, he'll have a moment where he realizes he he can do more with his life than just yeah. make models go, like me. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to go work for them. Like, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They'll have a nice like something will happen. They'll have to go back to NASA. They'll have this big welcome, and Bill will like fucking roll up like he does, like a big dog in his chair. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got a feeling there's going to be some kind of reconnection, but he's he he'll be back. Um, I think I think it's going to be Alita that goes to space. Kelly's been. Yeah, maybe Alita's husband's like, I'm going to divorce you. You need to face your fears if you don't get up. You know, you need to face them and get up to space and they have, they have TVs in space. Go back. fix that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- that'll be interesting. Um, it, yeah. And then, then Dev and them, they go and they to the board meeting and they basically do a corporate takeover and fire all the board members for not believing in his Mars mission because now he's back into like I love space and people and then he fires the accounting department or something for some reason or finance like yeah probably he's like you guys, you guys took on the subsidies from NASA blah 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 you're all fucking fired yeah yeah he, he, he put the axe down on like two-thirds of the like corporate board <laughs> it's just gonna be them th- it's just <laughs> Kelly and, like, and then he's gonna bring Bill in and then he's yeah. gonna like they're going to just use like um, freaking uh, TurboTax or like accounting software. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, this yeah, this but... will set up. I, I guarantee this will set up the direction that they go with season five. Because we're now talking about robots and finding other life. It's it's gonna morph into like AI shit. Just wait, because that'll be the next season. I guarantee you. Would be interesting if they find, you know, they go to robotics in these caves and they find like fucking cavemen or like little inchworms, fossils. Or... Yeah, something, yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, like fossils, like proof of, you know, like an ice age, you know, ice age, but like you know something that caused the destruction of the species that was there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've got a question for the end of the episode, but it, we're not yeah. we're not there yet because I, well, I want to get your take on it. But yeah, I was going to go now to Mars. Yeah. Because yeah. Because I think that's I, I've got a. Ed take at the end, but. And Mars, we got um, Billy Baton Rouge. 
still struggling for money and toothpaste man decide, it adds up decides he wants to get into the illegal alcohol business and gonna work for Ilya. Ilya, yeah. Ilya decides after after Billy and Rouge's potential homewrecker or just friend and he makes one comment about him. still and he's like this guy I could use this guy yeah yeah <laughs> this guy <laughs> um, yeah so now he's running errands for Ilya and then you know he's like says I can fix your still and make it produce faster and then of course he breaks it because the dude has no luck at all in life nope. apparently yep and then the only way he can fix it is to go get a part from a refrigerator in the north korean <laughs> <laughs> he can't even make this up. this is so great yeah <laughs> he like he told ass I almost it. I almost lost it when they're like, "There's a, there's one more because they're like, oh my god, it's gonna take three months to get up, and I'm not gonna be able to make alcohol and like, but any and Ed's growing fucking like loads of weed everywhere. I I would think they is about to have a lot of fucking competition to get fucked up on on uh, in Happy Valley, um, yeah, but. Like we can't go without it. The dude's smuggling shit, and it, it takes like thirty days, right? But like, dude, smug has a whole smuggling operation. Yet yeah. he can't get this little tube, <laughs> right? You <laughs> can't wait thing. thirty days. It's like, it's, yeah, and yeah, does he? Is he not making like some extra in case he runs into problems? Um, See, that's the like, supply chain thing that we're getting into because I'm like, yeah, you know, you can upgrade yeah. this, but oh no, let's not upgrade it. Let's just fucking keep running the same shit we're always doing. How many days of inventory does he keep? Like, what's the working capital? Um, you know, he's like, here's here's my safety stock. It's these two bottles. <laughs> he's he's got his secret fucking bar that apparently everybody knows about except for the people upstairs. And yeah, except Ed, I gotta imagine Ed would shut it down. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ed. <laughs> old Ed would shut it down out of principle. New Ed would shut it down because it couldn't interfere with his future marijuana business, 100%. his dispensary <laughs> that he's going to open yeah. up. Um, yeah, and then so leads to the most ridiculous fucking mission and Miles, who I call Billy Baton Rouge, goes and, you know, like, just you know, there's this big thing, don't go in the North Korea area, but, like, he's just outside pulling wires out of the thing, like, no, there's no North Korean standing guard, or cameras, or, he's like, just no banging one's... banging on the door. No one's, no one's, like, they don't padlock the power supply thing to the North Korea side, like, saying, like, uh, or the carbon monoxide, like, they wouldn't have control over it, and then... Yeah, they don't so... have their own, like, methane detection system, it all yeah. runs off with the fucking mains. No... Way man, no way. Yeah, and then so he's not gonna. Hey, I need, you know, the alarm. I'm in charge of this. Uh, you know. Yeah. So you all need to leave. 
You telling yeah. me they don't have like masks in there? No comprendo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "No, we got. We'll put on our space helmets." You know, like, yeah. Oh, we've got masks. Don't worry about it. You can c- come on in. Check it out. Yeah. Second of all, I know it's a Helios own thing, but you telling me the North Koreans haven't trained their own people to do maintenance in their own pod? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, it was. So ridiculous, and then yeah, of course, of course, you knew they weren't just going to let him stay in there alone. So he starts pulling the refrigerator, and freaking Lee is that that was his name, right? What's the Korean? Yeah, he's like season, but he's like that's cool, man. I yeah, I heard you guys like. You put you put a microphone in, you spy you're spying on us, and he's like, no, 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 no. He's he's about to start World War Three on fucking Mars. Yeah. But then he's the guy is like, We can get you this, you want alcohol, you want this. And and then he's like, Okay, I'll I won't tell. First of all, does the refrigerator gonna work without the thing? That's what I was wondering. He's just slamming the shit back up into the wall and they're not gonna be like, Oh, the fridge doesn't work anymore. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Wait. The 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 ice maker's not working. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh wait, there's a tube missing out of the back that <laughs> move water from this to this. Um, but yeah, then they they go down. He Miles brings Lee down to Ilya's lair later on, and was he said, you know, he's won something. <laughs> he pulls out a picture of his wife. Yeah, now we're in the he human snuggle. His wife to Mars. Where are you guys going to hide? Where are you going to hide her? (laughs) Put her a spacesuit in the box. Right. She's going to hang out with uh, 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 Jimmy Stevens or uh, uh, the North Korean interstellar in a bunk. You ain't in this coffin with the water that, like, in cryostasis. Right. Maybe, maybe, um, Russia has that technology, and they're about to unleash it. But she's gonna so hide. Wild. She's gonna hide thirty days in a in a box no bigger than than a suitcase for thirty days on a space on a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, no way, dude. Yeah, she's so gonna get to Russia or wherever they're launching his resupply, his illegal resupply from. Yeah. Oh, this was the other thing that I found hilarious, and, and it's just. The reason Ilya agreed to work with with Miles is because Miles had a quote unquote green pass, which gets him anywhere on the fucking station or on the base. You're gonna give a guy who's been on the station for like three days a pass to anywhere. <clears throat> that guy's not getting a pass to anywhere outside of his level, let alone to the entire base. Especially they on the first day, they're like, "What does this mean? We don't go here." Like, oh, but I've got this pass because I can fix air conditioning systems. Like, yeah. It's no way, dude. Yeah, that was so. I I was I, laughing the whole time. This is one of the reasons why I love this show too, because it's so fucking far fetched, or like you have to suspend all logic on some oh, instances. Yeah. But it makes it it makes for great great TV. 100%. Um, and I think the last thing, kind of major point is, you know, Sveta. I think her name is. The, mm-hmm. When the Russian cosmonauts, um, you know, nobody's nobody knows they're not hearing from their family. All the Russians, they know about the coup, 
um, the news is made up by the coup, but they can't, you know, they haven't gotten any messages from like family. Yeah. And so yeah. she's worried. And so Ed's like, hey, let's go smoke some weed. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, was my, it... my, my, my fucking yeah. bag. And he's like, oh, I got you. I got you. You see this right here? <laughs> yeah. It makes was, it like this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cause she has to take over for him. That's right. Um, well, she doesn't have to. He's like, here, take over. Let's do the yeah. stocking maneuver because I'm old. And that's again, another thing of disbelief. What's have the 80 year old do the docking procedure? Um, you know, but so he hands it off, she docks because his hand is shaking, and then you know, he breaks down and tells her that, uh, shows him his dispensary, and then they hold hands. Like, so we've got love, love is in the air, and we've got potential grow house, or we got a grow house, a potential dispensary. Potential, you think Ilya tries to take him out? Like if he starts uh, encroaching on his uh, money, or is that only going to sell to the above ground people? <laughs> oh, for sure, the above ground people only. I mean, that's that's high quality shit we're talking about here. Like they only get they only get Alfredo and weed. Everybody below gets alcohol yeah. and fucking meatloaf. Yeah. Do you think Danielle is going to narc him out to Space Command back home for having illegal substances? Um, because she's pretty much like a rule like she's pretty much i don't know she seems like she's that's, narc on him that's why she bounced danny stevens is because she knew that he was he was pill popping i mean mm -hmm. and then he got hooked up with helio so ed's ed's about to get shown the door he's not gonna he's not gonna want to walk out of it but he's about to be like push out um i yeah i, I, mean, I think we, he's already on his way out but. yeah it's like but he's he a commandeer like a spaceship like and yeah, yeah. Yeah, now he's like he's the first like pot farmer on Mars. Um, it's fucking unbelievable. It's hilarious. Um, well, and he makes him feel closer to Karen, who which which is which is also hilarious because it's like the show is so advanced for its time. Yeah, and we're talking about like two thousand three. Yeah, and like Al Gore's president. You tell me, weed's not already legal? Like in the run of government that they've had in the last ten years. I don't know, Karen Wilson. I mean, um, the other, the Texas Republican lady probably set her back, set it back a little bit. Oh, uh, that's probably true. Yeah, I forget her. <laughs> and I, I'm blanking on her. I'm like Karen Wilson, but no, it's a. Uh, it was Wilson's. It was some Wilson, Wilson yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, Ed. I I think we both joked like I I don't know if he and uh, I don't I don't remember her name Svetlana. Um, I don't know if they're gonna get together, but I think we were both joking like when they started like like taking taking hits. I was waiting for a fucking Led Zeppelin to come on. Like they were just about to, <laughs> they were just about to become a loved in. Yeah, like comfortably like known was about lamp. to start playing. There's <laughs> a lava lamp, Led Zeppelin, Some guitar music. Like, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was and that it, was hilarious. It's definitely a change of heart though for Ed because he was so like. He got so pissed, I think, when Karen smoked and, like, yeah. when Molly and her husband were, like, into weed and yeah. all that. Um, and now he's, uh, he's like, into it. But, I mean, I could see them keeping him on, like, to farm. Like, he's the old farmer on, on Happy Valley. Yeah. So. 
Hey, 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 you know, and I'll, I'll tell you back to this. I think it's interesting how Ed has been off of Earth for probably half of his life, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I think you read the book Forever War and how, like, yeah. he went out and, like, yeah. came back and shit was different. And then he went back out and came back yeah. and shit was different again. It's kind of like yeah. Ed. Like, the guy is yeah. the, 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 like, one thing that generally remains the same and everything else yeah. around him is changing. It's such an interesting way to look at it. Well, now I'm, I'm reading Forever Peace, the mm. uh, follow-up book. I, I read, like, I'm... I started reading a long time ago after I finished Forever War. And then I've been slacking, so I need to read some more of that. Um, I'm like 100 pages in, but John Haddleman is really good. Um, so good. Who wrote them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, yeah, you're right. I mean, the world is different. And I think that's why he doesn't want to go back because the world's changed so much. And he, yeah. And for him, he has, in his mind, he has nothing there even though he has grandson and a daughter. I mean, yeah. Do, do you think though, because he's old school that he thinks that that's not his daughter and grand <laughs> grandson because they don't have the same blood. It's possible. <laughs> I'm glad uh, you said it because I was thinking it. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Um, in my mind, I'm thinking like Ed's, but I don't know. He, maybe he smokes enough weed and he, he'll, um... but it, it is interesting. It is, interesting to see them take on that because like you know and we still struggle with that in our country about legality and i mean i think everybody knows that it's it helps with pain and it's yeah you know I and mean, that's where it started legalizing prescription to deal with pain so you know it's another I like how they do real world situations because it almost just it reminds me of like you know, teenagers in the the eighties and nineties, it's like, you know, opening up like a shoebox in the closet to get like, you know, a joint right. out and stuff like like yeah. showing your girlfriend or friend like a joint, like you know, let's take it, take it out tonight or something, you know. So yeah, and now except now he's an eighty year old spaceman <laughs> hitting on a Russian woman with a um, pain medicine. Next you thing think, you know, he's gonna be like Blanca with CBD drinks and shit. Like, always gonna. Like, Do you want a CBD drink? Or this one is Delta <laughs> Eight or Delta Nine in it. You know, right? Like, Just all it's all common common these days, man. Like, you think in the yeah. future. Like in the next season, if they get another season, like Ed is just like he's like a fucking weed like, like entrepreneur like. Baldwin's yeah. buds, and he's just growing yeah. weed on Mars and shipping it back to Earth because it's like three times as potent. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And then like. Then Kelly goes back up there and she develops like some new designer drug like Molly or ketamine <laughs> yeah. or you know, yeah. something. Uh and now it's like they're just manufacturing narcotics as like pure up in space. Right. <laughs> so, like, he becomes fucking Pablo Escobar of, of Mars. And like <laughs> he's like the world's first global he's got like an armada of his own spaceships, like um, <laughs> it's like the Baldwin cartel. Plane. Yeah, he teams up with Ilya, <laughs> and then they get the North Koreans in on it, and oh yeah, yeah <laughs> the Baldwin cartel. Somehow, like Colombia and like Afghanistan show up. They got like <laughs> Afghanistan got, got like poppies, like a whole freaking uh, space show of poppies. A whole field of just poppy fields. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next season, Ed's got a fucking greenhouse 
like on Mars and something. He's just growing every drug imaginable. It's like Mars oh, can cultivate every every drug there is, and they just Earth has become like a fucking junky wasteland, you know, because Ed's just. <laughs> dropping shipments down there to everybody and people are hooked. That'd be so fucking funny. Miles' Miles's wife uh, and daughters are strung out like living in Idaho. Uh, he's he's Ed's enforcer. Like he's, he's yeah. like the Luca Brasi of Ed, <laughs> he, like on Mars. He fixes the irrigation system <laughs> yeah. and the lights and shit, you know. <laughs> so um, great. They were having too much fun with this. Yeah. Let me ask you, because I think that was the end, really, you know, for the most part yeah. of, the, of the episode. Yeah. Where, you know, we're on Mars. Sure, they want to go to, like, the other planets and the other planets' moons and all of that. Where, what is the ultimate end goal of this show? Let's say they get another couple of seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Are, we, are, we talking, are we talking interstellar travel? Are we, are we talking about other star colonization? What, how far can they go with this thing? That's a great question. I think, I think, personally, think they're gonna just focus on Mars and then colonization or like finding other life forms or something and war in space. The other direction I think they could go is I think what's the next planet after Mars? Like Saturn or Venus or because yeah, I think it, what it's I like read Saturn's moon or something like that. There's yeah. there's like asteroid fields between there in yeah. real life. So yeah. um you know, do they you know, it could be as wild as fucking they decide that Ed's gonna catch a comet. Like, I mean they right? create a net system and a comet comes by and Ed's like, <laughs> you know, surfing behind it and going it and then they end up he ends up in a Tesseract you know like interstellar right. or something um, yeah, it's, it, you know it's it, he, he, or does it become human... star wars or star space force like <laughs> right it just becomes like you know military it just and the world's end because the fighting you know we have the new world war three it could be like a galactic war you know i don't know what do you think it's that's a good it, question I could see that. But I mean, there's so much in science fiction about, you know, attacking a planet from another, you know, planet, basically. Yeah. How long until somebody drops like a fucking asteroid on Earth and like wipes yeah. out an entire country or, yeah. um, you know, human development has to do with about utilizing the resources at your disposal. Yeah. And right now they're talking, they're just now talking about like, mining the asteroids and things like that and like yeah. the, the like the next step after that is then harnessing like the power of the sun because I'll, yeah. I'll have you send you something about that but I, I just don't know where how far they can take it do they do they finally like get to harness the power of the sun in like season seven right the final season and then they somehow make a discovery into like fucking like wormholes and it's like ed is like a hundred and thousand years old and he's like going through like stargate i don't I, where do we go from here i don't know <laughs> stargate. ed finds like the fountain of youth is really like yeah. an asteroid belt and he lives yeah. forever or he goes to gargantua you know i mean yeah but i, I think it i think the way the show is kind of grounded in reality i think the next step is colonization of mars which they're 
on a track, full but scale. like, yeah, full scale colonization, um, sending vacationers up. You know, I think once they find water and other sources on Mars, and there may be some kind of World War Three catastrophe or asteroid or you know that is threatening Earth, and they're in the last couple seasons they're trying to get people off um and use the you know moving as many people to mars i don't know i mean i'm just thinking of like how elon musk reading his book and was talking about with his fate wanting to get people to mars is you know the finite resources on earth and then it's not going to last forever and you know and humans adapting to you know adapting how nature adapts to you know, chains and stuff like that. So, right. I don't know. Yeah, further, it, it could be further survival of the human stuff. species, right? You know, Earth, there's only so long that, you know, just you can calculate humans can last on Earth in order to keep yeah. going. You got to, you got to go to another planet, right? I would think that's the ultimate, yeah. like, answer to the equation. But it, it'll, I think you're right because they've done the, the tourism thing on Mars with like <laughs> the Hilton or whatever. Well, the moon, the, no. Yeah. The, was the, the, Mars, moon, yeah. yeah. the moon. Yeah. And like now you've got like people going up there to work and do refinery work and all this kind of stuff like that's coming from Mars. And then, yeah, I don't know where it goes from there. That's so interesting. Yeah. All good questions to ponder, my friend. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Any other thoughts? No, just just bangers, man. We're watching all the bangers right now. So we're, we're, I'm feeling an uptick in the TV shows we're watching. It's, it's, yeah. it's coming back. It's no succession, but it's coming back. It's no, coming but back. there's a, the one that's kind of failing right now is HBO. Cause they're not watching anything on that. Yeah. Um, what am I watching on HBO? Nothing. From your yeah. enthusiasm. That's old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sunday night was a night for the past four or five years. It's been watching, I mean, longer than that, but yep. now I got nothing on, on Sunday night. It's uh, yep. Fargo Nights and I mean it's FX Hulu and it's Apple TV. Oh and yeah, Netflix. and so. uh, Slow Horses starts yeah. on Wednesday. Um, they moved right. it up. Yeah. Ooh, can't wait. Yep. So that'll be I'm good. Do a double feature that night with uh, the oh, goal, yeah. Jack Loudon and Slow Horses. Yeah, Slow Horses. Uh, uh, for all mankind, if they move that to Wednesday, it'll be a double feature night on Apple TV. Yeah, it'll be great. That's right. Yeah, so yeah, man, cool, that's it for cool. me. Um, appreciate everybody for kicking in with us this week. Um, you know, be sure to check out for all mankind. There's a lot of cool shows out there. Chuck mentioned a few. Um, you know, the gold um, on Amazon Prime. Um, Netflix has got the crown. Check check out. You know, a lot of the shows we were talking to some people over Thanksgiving about sending us some ideas. Um, so any new shows out there, send them over. Um, email it at canwekickapod one at gmail. Send it to our Instagram at canwekickapod. Check out our website, kickingthemedia.com, if anybody has any ideas about you know, starting a podcast. We're always willing to, to help and uh, get other people going. So um, tune in next week. We'll be talking more for all mankind, and uh, we'll be talking slow horses as well. So as uh, Cousin likes to say, Swift Kelsey 2024. <laughs>